Hello, everybody, and welcome back after a break. We're here at Stadia Party Chat Podcast, episode 15. Uh, sorry about the three-week hiatus, but I'm back here with my super co-host, uh, Sebastian. Sebastian, how are you doing? Good, good. Uh, yeah, we had like a little break there, but if you look at the channel, I uploaded a few video and a few streams, so... Uh, have a look. Um, I put something about Destiny 2. You all know I'm a big fan of Destiny 2. So I had a chat about what's to come and my opinion, basically. But yeah, welcome back. How was yes, your trip? You. Yeah, it was a big trip. We went uh, 4,000 kilometers, seven cities, East Coast, um, three weeks. Uh, we took the dog with us. So that was some uh, extra challenges, as in our first city, he got sprayed with a skunk. Uh, <laughs> so we had to deal with that. I quickly learned that you can't wash a dog after it's been sprayed with by a skunk because no. that's just going to enhance the smell. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we had some situations. We even got the skunk off shampoo. We thought, OK, this is going to work. Uh, no, he still smelled pretty bad. The actual way to solve it is with science and chemistry because the baking powder uh, dry applied on actually neutralizes the skunk smell. Uh, so actually, I had a box of baking powder with me for most of the trip. And like in the morning and night, I would just kind of cover them with baking powder. <sighs> That's funny. Yeah, he's doing better now. Uh, he doesn't smell as bad. So we're happy about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of driving, a lot of exploring different cities from the islands of PEI to the Scotia and Halifax, um, having some oysters on the harbor side, uh, tasting some local beers, um, just like having a good time, uh, walking across bridges, seeing waterfalls. Uh, the list goes on and on. We were just <laughs> sort of tourists in every city we went to, so. That's it was a awesome. good time. Lots of learning, lots of exploring. Yeah, Canada is a beautiful country to visit. Like uh, I went out west uh, a couple summers ago before COVID hit, and I freaking love it. I think I will uh, travel again with the wife. So, yeah, yeah, awesome. I think some something I learned is I wouldn't take our car next time. I'd probably do an RV just so we could like pull over anywhere and sleep or like hang out or stay as long as we want without sort of restrictions and timelines on hotels so yeah. just something we we learned for sure save on costs also right so yeah yeah awesome well that's cool now that i'm back i've been uh jumping back into the cloud uh i've had some catch-up to do so uh, getting ahead on uh, Destiny and uh, getting my power level up, just been sort of bounty grinding, uh, getting through the, the story. And I know you've had some interesting thoughts on the story so far and some possible suspicious characters. Yeah, so definitely uh, moving in a little bit onto the Destiny there. Like um, you got the story, development story of uh, Aldrin Solve or now like the Crow. Uh, so Mara discovered that he's not following her anymore. Um, and then like he wants to talk to Sivatun because now Sivatun is captured by Mara. But we know something's going to happen. And because the next season or the next um, 
expansion uh, it's gonna be we're gonna be fighting her so that means she's gonna escape somehow so who knows what's gonna happen uh there's a lot of talk about uh, the watcher or entity like someone else controlling the taken so oryx uh wasn't like oryx the taking king wasn't the person in charge of the taken he was just giving that power to control them so there's like something else on top of the warm god like it's like amazing it's uh, it's not like the darkness it's like in between light and dark there's like someone controlling everything and my theory was the uh the nine because the nine we heard about them we saw them we saw them interact with the drifter uh we saw them interact with uh, mara like doing the forsaken like uh story but like they always been watching <laughs> and they mention it they've been watching people they've been watching like everybody they've been watching the guardian so i have a feeling they might be the uh, entity or the the i and like you know controlling both sides i don't know it's just very funny that like now we hear more about like the background of like who's technically the gods right now the traveler doesn't really control the light and the darkness doesn't really control the darkness so it's like or like Sevatune. so like yeah it's quite interesting as it developed we're going to hear more about what's happening uh maybe Osiris is going to come back maybe he's still alive i know uh saint 14 and mitrax been looking for him uh during like some lore uh, some of the book um yeah so a lot of development in the story i think this season is like pretty amazing even though it's going to be a six month season um there's like going to be a lot of development coming uh to the witch queen so yeah why do you think crow wants to talk to the witch queen though what is he well, going to say to her He's he wants to... yeah he wants to talk to her because he was basically a close friend with Osiris, but was Savatune, and he wants. I think he wants to learn what's happening with him. I guess he still trusts her, which is an issue because she's she's going to like play around with him. But like Mara, like the bigger scheme of Mara Sov was that she knew he was going to die. She knew he's going to become a guardian, but she wanted a, a Aldrin Sov Lightbearer not like just uh, a vanguard uh aldrin solve light bearer if that makes sense because now he fall under us so something fell in her plan and the fact that Savatune has like a part in there i think she's a bit annoyed um uh, she's been manipulating her, her brother the entire time as you can see but what's gonna happen with him i have no idea he wants to talk to Savatune. i think at the end of the day even though uh, um uh, Petra Vanch is stopping her and Marisol is stopping, uh, sorry, him. Uh, he's going to end up talking to Savatune and might end up bad. Who knows, right? I hope we help him. Yeah, ho hopefully we help him. I feel like the Guardian doesn't do much. He just like talk to people, doesn't interact. You know, we don't talk and like make decision or anything like that. So we're just like there standing watching. Oh, okay. We need to do this activity we go do this activity no matter what our end up we usually win but like there's no like interaction we don't provide our opinion in the old story so it's just like yeah 
we kind of paralyzed in watching the story. <laughs> I, I like that, though. I mean, some games like Mass Effect, I feel like when you have that much control, I don't know, it kind of makes you feel like, am I missing part of the story? Mm-hmm. If I go one direction and then there's like certain endings where they make you do evil here, good here, medium here. And like you have to do that code just to be able to yeah. unlock the ending. I mean, here you just get to be the observer. Yeah. So. And. Yeah, that's true. Because I feel like the lore can develop even more if, like, uh, it's linear type thing, where like if it's multiple choice, and the lore can change so drastically. So, no, definitely, uh, and I like the fact that you're developing so much into it. So, it's gonna be amazing. I think coming to uh, the next season. So, yeah. And. Uh... What do you think of this drifter character? I, I liked that theory. I think he's got uh, he's got more to play. He's got more to do in the story. He definitely has more to play. Um, we saw the Eris more like as uh, some. Um, she developed it a little bit more through like all the season there and pointing out the witch queen is on her way. Uh, we have like you know, Drifter, like we only saw him participating like during Europa because he's on the same side. He participated with Eris more, but I don't think he has as much input. Uh, like the fact that the Nine came and saw him directly and gave him the coin for like the Gambit game. There's more into it. Like he was able to control a little bit the Taken from the look of it. So I have a feeling that he has a little bit more power uh, coming in the future. Um, there's a lot of character that we haven't heard of from, like Anna Bray, like what's happening with her, with the Exo Stranger. Are we going to hear more development on that? Um, like there, there's like some storyline that like we heard about it for a season and then it just ended like, you know, uh, you know, the uh, Cabal, like are they going to join forces with us? I feel like someone was mentioning that in one of their video that it's almost like Marvel Avengers, right? We all gathering everybody. Everybody's gonna become together. Like we got Cabal joining forces. We got the uh, Elixir joining forces. Mm-hmm. What about uh, maybe the Ive might join forces? Who knows? Maybe after the Witch Queen, she's gonna be no. We're gonna join you to destroy the entity. Like I don't know, because what's gonna become later? Because Lightfall and the final shape is the last one, <clears throat> excuse me, that's going to come out. And it, it's funny because they uh, mentioned that during some of the lore, the final shape. So I think that's the entity. It's like, you know, and there's like the the, the sign someone pointed out against uh, on the, one of the video. If you look at Savatune up, you got the circle and the triangle and it's uh, the sign of... Uh, Lightfall, I think you got the uh, basically it's the uh, traveler and the um, the dark the pyramid, the yeah. pyramid, yeah. So is that gonna combine together? Is that you know? So there's so many ways it can goes, right? So yeah, my only my my thought here while while we're talking is on the season of the lost. I'm feeling like they didn't do a great job on closing Beyond Light. Like they started off the big DLC with Beyond Light. I feel like there should be some sort of Europa focused closing, just like you're talking about how what happened with Exo Stranger, like her story just kind of ended. I feel like they should close Beyond Light before they open Witch Queen. And yeah. I feel like they're just kind of leaving it open ended and we're going into 
like I guess we're going into Witch Queen, but I feel like we're not closing off enough about Beyond Light. But yeah, and I guess did, we'll see what more comes along this season too. It is six months. They did that a lot on other stories, like uh, like what's going on with Rasputin, like. Did he move away? I thought was gonna change him into an exo. That's like an open and like they leave it open that like what's gonna happen. They can maybe use reuse that story later on and merge it all together. I think they left like a lot of open-ended story like this. So at the end, it's all gonna merge together. But like it's like you have to go back like so far back. You know, look at Shiva. Uh, the Shiva, like the Nanite, basically, uh, during uh, Destiny 1. We didn't really hear about this, like, since then. Like, it just, like, open-ended, like, and maybe is it going to come back? Because a lot of people really like that story base. So, who knows? Maybe, like, Rasputin is going to come back with this and it's going to fight the darkness or, like, be with the darkness. Who knows, right? There's just, like, so much, like... Uh, open-ended story that we don't know what's gonna happen what's gonna happen with uh, the dreaming city like the curse is gonna end maybe after this season is it gonna disappear like are we not gonna be able to access the dreaming city you know uh what about all the planet that got taken by the darkness are we gonna be revisiting them at some point you know so yeah there's a lot of unknown right so but i'm I excited the, to see what's coming i miss the shores of titan yeah <laughs> was it titan was it titan yeah it's like a water planet or not it's uh not a planet it's uh, a moon actually so oh mr um planetology over here well <laughs> it, it, if you look it up it's all real planet or moon uh yeah. in a solar system i say planet it's all like moon so europa is actually a moon in real life titan's a moon so like um they probably they're using a real solar system so and edz is earth yeah edz is just european uh, dead zone so it's just and like uh, in europe the cosmodrome is that like that's in russia i don't think cosmodrome is an actual name of a place they just named the place oh okay because yeah. i think the bottom of the map is like earth right so those are two locations. yeah yeah it's all two location and yeah. earth so one it's europe the other place is in Ru russia I know they were talking about the, you know, some of the video of the witch queen at first was a swamp. They were talking about Los Angeles to be a swamp because <clears throat> that was like an idea they had the, during the Destiny one. Yeah, to me, it looks like the now, the past in VOG. Oh, that could be. But that's the throne. But now they're making it the throne world for server two. So that's going to be totally a different place. So. I don't think it's going to be a planet. It's going to be like the Dreaming City being like his own place, right? So, Sorry about that, the dog. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> he barks when bird. anything like goes by the house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on. Maybe I can talk about the Twabs. Okay. Well, before we, I guess, yeah, let's stick to Destiny. And then yeah, I'll jump and then into... we can move on. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so the Twabs this week. And I can probably share that while I'm talking. Oh, or if you want to share the, the page of the TWAB. Uh, so this week at Bungie, they talk about the new quest for getting the new weapon, uh, the Ager Scepter, uh, which is uh, pretty interesting. So that weapon was made for Aldrin Solve. 
and the there's like a little cutscene they talk about uh Eger and what's uh Riga is it Riga <laughs> so basically it's Aldrin and um Marisol basically the story for them where like she uh, died she went to her throne world and Aldrin went to towards the darkness by surviving and all basically the storyline which is quite interesting but the quest the exotic quest is quite interesting there's a lot of like a lot of like um lore in it so that's pretty amazing uh you got to do some shadow realm uh shadow realm and stuff like that so yeah uh do it it's very good yeah i haven't jumped into it yet i just got the quest actually so yeah. i know i have to like just run around and pick up those uh beacons i guess i think it's like a step two of 12 i think yeah you get those beacon in the dreaming city you go install it and after four time doing that you can go through the portal you can see the gun you cannot access it you need to collect something by doing different activity after that you're gonna have to do i think there's a corrupted the uh it's three uh strike you need to do and you get like a token at the end so excuse me so yeah you get the token and at the end of the day you get the gun there's no catalyst yet the catalyst can be available next week but the gun so far is a pve gun it's pretty amazing if you use a stasis subclass with it it work with your stasis subclass with the um uh we call it all the bonus basically but like the gun is um yeah uh crowd it i don't think it's gonna be good for i and pvp but it's good for like just doing strike or anything like that any like if you do the uh astral alignment it's pretty good for that because every time you you kill one it create a burst of stasis then it slow down and you kill like another one and it's all freezing around and then like you reload your weapon every time you get a stasis kill so quite interesting uh, the API for the catalyst was indicating that um, uh, the catalyst, what's going to do, it's going to use your super. So as soon as your super energy is full, it's going to use your super to do extra damage to it. Uh, and I use some of your super. So that's going to be quite interesting. I wonder how much damage it's going to do. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll see how it goes with the catalyst. Quite interesting, they made that gun. So another like uh, primary or kinetic uh, weapon for stasis. So from the look of it, all kinetic weapons gonna be stasis from now on. So uh, I'm guessing, is it worth it to keep like other weapon, kinetic weapon without like a class or like, you know, so, so the gun now, <laughs> right, <laughs> are they yeah. gonna all switch to stasis? Yeah. Nothing. And another thing I noticed is that a lot of enemy now they provide stasis. Like, uh, let's say the troll now they punch you, it's stasis or you know, the so proving like, grounds, right? Those uh, war beasts were. Yeah, they're like hitting, hitting you with stasis. stasis. That's terrible. Imagine doing that now, a grandmaster. You don't want to do anything close with them because like they slow you down one hit. You cannot like run away <laughs> they get you in the second hit so all right moving on so they displayed the roadmap for the for the season of the lost leading to the witch queen 
as you can see, there's not a lot of information compared to the previous uh, season. Um, they're just telling you from August to September, it's the season of the loss uh, begins. So we got the exotic quest, Trial of Osiris, which we're going to talk in a minute, like they get a revamp. Uh, they're going to, there's the Astral Alignment, the Shadow Realm, Legendary uh, Weapon Quest, which is a rocket launcher and the crossplay, which we've been um, using or like playing with. Uh, starting October to November, we got the Festival of the Lost. So we're going to get the new armor set that looks like dinosaur. Mass candy. Um, uh, the Untied Sector activity. So I wonder if they're going to use the same thing as the previous year. Yeah, Hopefully pretty not. much looks the same. Because they yeah. say Mass candy and Haunted Sectors. So probably that branch tree, the haunted forest or whatever it was. Yeah, haunted forest. Like, but that was like with the Mercury. Um, was it? Yeah, they, they you know the uh, generated like forest. So that would be cool if they change it, being the Dreaming City or even the Shadow Realm. You know? Here's so. here's what I see reading this right now. You see how it says haunted sectors activity. I think there's going to be instead of lost sectors, they're going to be haunted sectors, and it's going to be some sort of added twist. Mm -hmm. You can get like currency or something when you complete them. That's my prediction. That would be cool them. if they have they use lost sector for that. I think that's perfect. Huh? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the next thing they have is seasonal loss update. So we got the Grandmaster starting, and a difficulty option for the Astral Alignment and Shadow Realm. So that's going to be quite interesting because uh, I've noticed there's some triumph for master difficulty or whatever it is, like higher difficulty. So that should be what? good. You were noticing triumphs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost like uh, I completed like a bunch of them so far. I still need to do more Shadow Realm to collect all the stuff. So, uh, And then uh, December to February, we're going to have the Bungie 38th anniversary event. So there's going to be a new dungeon. We're going to get the Galeanor exotic quest. Oh, so there's going to be a quest to get it. So it's not just going to be a drop. There's going to be a new uh, six-player uh, offensive. Uh, so an activity uh, required to do an offense. I'm not sure what it is. I have a feeling it's going to be similar to Menagerie or something like that. That would be quite cool. <laughs> Iconic weapon from Bungie's Pass. Uh, to some new gun coming back, I guess, and, and much, much more. more. Ooh. So, what's much more? There's the uh, seasonal event, the moment of triumph, and the dawning. Other than that, I don't know what else is coming. Maybe like more development in the story, hopefully, a community event like they did in the past. I love that when they do community event. I know, like, when they took down the um, what's the ship that we took down in one of this season. Uh, this one was very long, but um, I think it's good like to create a community event and just make something happen. That's pretty cool. When the, the darkness took over some of the uh, the planet, that was pretty cool too. So hopefully we see something happening. Maybe uh, the throne world for the witch queen is going to be appearing on the map or something, or she's going to be escaping. Who knows, right? Taking away some ghosts from people to use uh, use it on her right uh, own um, I've uh, guardian or something like that so we'll have to see 
All right, moving on with the trials of Osiris. So if you want to scroll down. Uh, so they did some change with trials. That change were well appreciated. This is more some stat of like how many people have played trials since the change. And Crazy. it can show like everybody decide to play now. Um, because first of all, it's cross play. Uh, and you can play solo. You can just join a team solo, which is good. I think I like that. I, I joined solo. Like if you don't want, you don't want to go flawless or anything like that. You just go solo just to get your win, uh, your round win, or like, you know, get your seven win to get your pinnacle gear. That's perfect for that. And also you can choose your, you know, when you get an engram, a, a trial Osiris engram, you can choose just to open it up or, go into uh, see Saint 14 and choose something that you already got. So you can reroll some armor, some weapons. So it's pretty cool for that. I like that idea. And but just an added note. So I think it was Kelson who was telling me if you save your engrams for the lighthouse, there's a kiosk at the lighthouse and you can reroll adept weapons. Oh my God. That's uh, that's actually amazing. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, that's what Kelson was telling me, at least. Okay, we're going to have to look into that. Uh, I just have to get to the lighthouse. I got six uh, wins, and then I lost twice. All right, not happy. Not happy. Damn. We should probably tag along together with uh, Kelson and do it. Maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like uh, the cool thing is that if uh, you play on Stadia like me and mouse and keyboard, you're going to play again console. So you got that little advantage. For me, it's not really an advantage. I'm not that great for PvP. Um, even though I'm mouse and keyboard, I'm still learning uh, mouse and keyboard, but I like it though. Um, but uh, I play with some uh, Steam player and uh, I was getting wrecked from uh, with like, other Steam players. But the, the other thing is that if you play with console player, I found like the loading time takes forever. So if they play on Xbox One or um, PlayStation 4, maybe the loading time is slower, but that's all right. Uh, upcoming change. So there's like a few change coming to the trial of Cyrus. Uh, I think they already did those change uh, because they restarted on Friday. Uh, they changing the matchmaking a little bit because uh, there's like some significant uh, I'm not exactly sure. Okay, so they're enabling a flawless matchmaking pool. Yeah. So after you get your seven wins flawless and you want to keep getting more on a flawless card, because I think there's triumphs for like 10 flawless mm. and like 15 flawless. So but then you're going to match. You're going to go again. in a separate pool after. And which, if I'm even reading this correctly, even if you go flawless, then you enter into the people who have already gone flawless pool. Yeah, that's what I feel crazy. like. Crazy. Are you kidding me? That be... means like Monday will be the day to play because all the flawless uh, players will be off. Like, yeah, like today or tomorrow. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, we should try to go flawless. Yeah. So there's higher chance. You got to think there's like so many people now playing. So message uh, Kelson. <laughs> yeah so that should be good though um yeah that's quite interesting uh oh we we're not happy with the people who have a bad streak of getting thrashed five and oh 
So yeah. we're enabling some matchmaking to help blowouts. I mean, like, this is just great. Like, I think everything they're doing for trials is better. Yeah, they make it better for everyone. There's the other thing, too, where they're disabling special ammo replenishing on revives. I guess people are dying. And yep. when they revive, they get their special ammo back. Okay. That's quite interesting. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much that for um, the TWAB. We move on to some hot fix. They fix a few things. Uh, some issue with some exotics, some the Scorch Cannon uh, from the Fallen Walker uh, public event. I don't know if you've seen. If you get close to it, you just get bump like so far up and everywhere there's an area i think even if the activity is done it's still doing it so it's quite interesting you just jump in this area you just fly up in the sky uh quite interesting strike streak uh now work as intended because i think the issue was uh if you're doing a strike then you go to the tower the elm like he will like uh end your streak so now it's received continuing so it's good i think also it's doing any activity so if you do gambit or gambit uh, crucible or um, uh, strike if you go let's say do a, a game of crucible and come back in your strike it still counts as an activity so your um your streak will continue so that was something they mentioned in the past so that's good they maintain that the sweet spot triumph now is fixed Thank God, that's the only one I'm missing. Mm -hmm. I tested it out and I got one out of the tree. So now I just need to go kill two more uh, Vex Weimer, uh, like with precision kill, and I'm going to get the seal. So that's perfect. Nice. Uh, Bungie change, a name change. So there's no, I, don't, I didn't see that many people with the name Guardian. Uh, apparently, there's 700 player whose Bungie name was violated. Thank God mine wasn't, and I'm happy with that. I can keep my name. Um, Upfix, uh, extend downtime. So on the 23rd on reset, they're going to extend the downtime because they're going to fix a bunch of issues from the sound of it. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, and some other known issue that they're going to be changing in the future. Uh, the rank reward weapon cannot be masterwork, which is weird. I think we had the same issue with some banshee uh, weapon. Um, yeah. Uh, when inspecting the shadow love warlock armor, there's a gap between the player's arm and the torso. That's some specific <laughs> stuff here. I know. I was like, I didn't notice that. How come but... they haven't addressed the headless players? Like, I know on. it's still happening, right? Uh, I think it's happening mostly on Warlock, right? Yeah, I see it all the time. Mm -hmm. People are headless. But no, the small gap gets a little line in here. <laughs> okay. Oh, this one. I didn't encounter that. Having champion mode mod equip when visiting the wish wall and last wish may result in bird error. Okay. The Titan oh, cool. interlace gauntlet has part of the armor floating disconnected from the arm and other issues similar to the warlock tracing the star i display the, the tracing the star one displays the same location at atlas q twice i didn't have a, this issue that's for the quest for the uh exotic horror's leash is dropping at zero power from the corrupted nightfall okay strange like <laughs> yeah. isn't that a halloween event 
gun only? Or is leash? I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, I think it is. I think it only But the Corrupted Nightfall is happening this week, right? Yeah. And at the same time, I think he, yeah, they mentioned it. The character Nightfall triumphed over 100,000 points. Isn't counting point correctly. I don't think you can get platinum now in some of the uh, nightfall, so they're gonna have to fix that. That's annoying. Uh, player can purchase the second passage and accidentally overwrite the seven win passage. Ooh, that's bad. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. There's a couple of video. This guy with the warlock, uh, perdition legend warlock. He did it under one minute. It's crazy. He's using the um uh avoid um was it the teleportation there the and blink. he's just the blink and a sword he's just like destroying everybody it's pretty amazing uh there's another one a speed run with the gorgon uh one minute speed run they kill all the gorgon in one minute uh quite okay. interesting it's 12 gorgon in one minute so yeah you, there's a triumph for killing two under one minute or two in a space of five seconds between each of them or something so quite interesting and uh, there's also some uh, art of the week showing the lovebird uh, so Osiris and Saint 14 and another one showing Zavala, Shax and Saladin just chilling drinking alcohol I guess and watching TV <laughs> not sure yeah, but yeah yeah, and at the bottom it showed the Destiny Lifetime. How many players have played? Total of 187 million, uh, and a total of 9.8 billion <laughs> gameplay uh -oh. hours. That's great. <laughs> ATN defeated like two million, and a Tanix elimination in the Deep Stone, Deep Stone Creek. Uh, 3.5 million so that's pretty crazy they uh challenge us to raise it to 10 mil billion hours yeah wow that's crazy if i look at mine i play a lot but that's quite a lot yeah that's that's a huge amount well that, people have been playing crazy. consistently for five years now <laughs> pretty much yeah that's crazy and i know uh you and i just got on when uh stadia started so Mm -hmm. so we haven't played that much compared to other people i guess <laughs> but i will say that nads i think you have at least half of those atheon clears without a vex yeah i'm at <laughs> uh was it 46 thing i think oh. 46 clear now without the vex but keep in mind that's only exotic i'm missing exotic weapon yeah, because yeah, i've been grabbed the legs and uh, there's some exotic web uh, armor i need to get from uh the last sector I haven't done yet. I just need to get into it. I haven't played enough to do all my characters. So, yeah, just like doing a lot of wedding planning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're having a, a wedding soon. So, I mean, it mm -hmm. feels like it's crunched. Like, because most weddings are like over a year. Over a year, yeah. We're it. planning it within uh, two months, pretty much. So, you should get yeah. like film crews in and be like, 30-day wedding <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much right but yeah we'll see how it goes um yeah so uh other than that i've just been uh jumping into some arc a little bit and uh yeah. i was pleasantly surprised i will say i mean huge learning curve because they don't tell you anything like they just kind of you wake up um and you got to figure out 
everything. Like they don't tell you anything. You have this weird crystal in your arm um, and then you quickly have to uh, gather resources, start building, find food, create fires. Um, it's been a, it's like Terraria, but in like first person mode mm -hmm. in like a realistic dinosaur setting. Um, so some interesting tips that I will uh, leave you guys with if you're jumping into Ark. The, you get a pickaxe, you eventually build and you build a, a hatchet. I didn't notice that if you use a pickaxe versus a hatchet, you get different materials on like a tree. So you can hit a tree with a pickaxe and get different materials than hitting it with a hatchet. So it's just all about collecting, um, being able to level yourself up and being able to build more things. And then eventually, uh, I haven't reached this yet, but uh, be well enough to like survive on my own and go adventure out into the world. Because right now I'm just sort of trying to survive on a beach uh, before I can gather up enough resources to really get out there. But uh, pretty cool. I can see myself uh, trying to build my guy up, my character up and uh, getting out into this world. Uh, it's it's a lot. Um, I, I didn't know what to expect from Ark other than, you know, it had a cool name and there's dinosaurs. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really cool concept for me. So, yeah, that's, that should be quite interesting. I haven't played it yet, but like uh, from what you told me, like it's a survival game. So uh i like that i like i love play terraria with you so i'm probably gonna jump on uh, on that uh with you at some point uh this uh destiny season is gonna be a long one so there's gonna be some lull at some point so <laughs> probably oh, yeah. gonna be jumping on that um have you noticed if you could create a server like so because it seems like you get to join other people's server every time and you can have a, up to 75 players or something Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. I haven't, I haven't jumped into, I know that I created my own private server. I haven't even figured out if I can move my guy that I made in my private server to like a public world. Like it's very, it like, there's just zero explanation. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I turned it on and I hit play and it was just showing me all the server. I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that's <laughs> interesting. Uh, yeah. And uh, did you feel I was playing well on Stadia? Yeah. I mean, I had no glitching, no, okay. no issues at all. Like I go, I kill a dodo bird or something with a spear and pick them up. I'm like, okay, drag them over to my house, skin it and put it in the cooking pot to like make up some food so I can survive. Like it seemed huh. to run pretty smoothly for me. That's amazing. I've, I've been told it was a bad port to uh, Stadia, but uh, that's amazing if it's running perfectly. In the past, I think when they ported to, because um, I think it started on PC and it ported to like Xbox and PlayStation, it wasn't running well. Uh, so it's pretty good that if it's working well on Stadia, I'm happy to hear that. I could see Stadia, you know how they have, I don't know if this is true or not, but like the learning AI, I wonder if like just eventually it just caught on to all the things that was happening and fixed it mm -hmm. yeah maybe so that, that'll be great if we have like a good uh, port and uh, we can play easily uh graphic wise did you find they were pretty good too or graphic wise i mean it's worlds above from terraria so <laughs> yeah no, that's true uh but i mean dinosaurs looked pretty cool walking around like it looked like a real it reminded me of like a skyrim 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Gonna have to try that too, right? Yeah, I mean, that if we can hop into cool. a server yeah. and uh, we could probably, it's easier probably to survive together than just solo out there. Yeah, probably gonna be uh, streaming it. So like, uh, just show everybody how it works in our place. So that's amazing. Yeah, that would be good. That'd be good. Sweet. Okay, cool. So let's uh, let's jump into the news after like, I don't know, 40 minutes of intro stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have uh, Falconeer coming on to Stadia October 5th. So interesting about this game is I believe it was made by one person. One person created yeah. this entire game. And uh, just kudos to him. Like, it looks pretty phenomenal. Um, like, artwork looks crazy. Um, sort of that cell shading. Um I mean, you got dog fights. It's all like aerial combat from what I've been hearing. So mm -hmm. really cool. Uh, look forward to seeing this uh, October 5th. So uh, very beginning. Um, is, is it going to be coming as a pro game, you think? Or? I, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. Well, with the, the new incentive, if they put it as a pro game, it might uh, be worth it for the, the creator of the game. but. I think they're trying to get uh, the Rudig's curse, so they'll float it out there, and then they'll <laughs> put it on pro later. But uh, no, it says arriving October fifth for purchase in the Stadia store. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah, that's gonna be a, a good game to look for. Um, I think uh, it, they might not sell it very expensive. I will say like forty bucks, maybe Canadian. No, oh, maybe uh, even less. I'm yeah, thinking. even less. So. That'll be a good game to try. I like that uh, kind of uh, aerial game. Uh, I haven't like seen that many. I think I've tried the the port from uh, PlayStation 2. There was like uh, another game that came out of, uh, on Pro, and it was like if you play it before, you're used to it. But it's more like you're just shooting and then you're flying around that screen, right? Oh, the, where this one yeah. I feel like you have like it's open like world and you're flying and just going and destroying or doing a mission. So that should be fun. Yeah, I think he's found something here because I think it feels better to fly a bird around mm -hmm. than it does to fly like a spaceship with thrusters around. I just feel like there's more of a feeling to it. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know how to explain that. I feel like that, at least for a joystick. I don't know. <clears throat> but pretty awesome. cool. Uh, look forward to to seeing what uh, what that game's all about. And kudos to uh, to this Thomas character for uh, for doing this all by himself. Yeah, that's some dedication. Oh, passion project there. Um, next we have a uh, Black Flag. So this was a one of like the best installments. I mean, so good that they created DLC for it, which spun off into a game of its own, which has been in development at Ubisoft for eight years. <laughs> um, this pirate game is crazy. I feel like they didn't even realize what they stumbled upon when they yeah. introduced the the seas and the ships and the, the battles like that. Yeah, I've been, uh, been told that the uh, ship battle, that's what like the the most fun is basically so that's crazy um yeah it's, it's coming on stadia so oh it's on stadia now so you yeah. can like get it if you have ubisoft plus so you can get it for free so go ahead and try it out yeah i know myself personally i 
beat it when it first came out i think years ago and like i explored every aspect i took down every ship i think there's like these even these super ships that you got to go out and find and take them out and i was like yes (laughs) but yeah pretty cool game pretty cool and then we have uh darksiders 3 and now coming on to Stadia, and I guess this is for people who got this Darksiders 2 in August, and they're like, I need more Darksiders. <laughs> and uh, they released the the other one. So um, if you want to just continue the story, um, to me, it looks like this is a female-driven storyline versus the other Darksiders, which are more, um, you're the male character. Um have you ever played Darksiders before? No, I haven't tried it yet. Like now it's like available for Stadia Pro this month. So gonna have to try the Darksiders too. It looks like to be like a Diablo-like uh, platform or like a hack and slash from uh, the top down. Is that right? Hack and slash from the top down. No, I, and I've heard you say this before and we may have different opinions on the game. I think I played uh, Darksiders 1 and it was reminded me of like, zelda puzzles like uh zelda oh. dungeons like you're always in like a temple oh yeah a third person oh yeah. okay so you gotta like figure I out don't... puzzles on the map and then those unlock spaces for you to go get things like you have to get keys unlock and then there's a final boss and then you progress to like the next temple or something like that yeah i, I might have uh i mixed it up with something else i guess <laughs> Yeah, but uh, pretty cool. I mean, if you like action adventure, um, it's a really good installment. I think they did a, a good job from the one I played, and I can't remember if it was one or two. Because like uh, we got the Dark Sider two, yeah, for free. And uh, there's even a horse you can like just summon and ride around, and yeah, it's like open world and. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I totally missed that. For some reason, I thought it was a top-down, and I'm like, maybe I mixed it up with uh, another game that came on Stadia, so all good. <laughs> yeah, definitely My check bad. it out. Give it, a, give it a little whirl, maybe like 10, 20 minutes, and see mm-hmm. how you feel. Um, we have uh, Merck's, Merck's Market. Um, so that's a Stadia Maker title, so that's always good to see them come out with a release. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I heard, it's like Moonlighter, but without the dungeon aspect. So if you like that sort of shopping and inventory management, that's, yeah. that's the game. Yeah, it's like a medieval-like uh, uh, game. So like you just get to build like weapon or like build like stuff that people ask for. I guess you have to collect materials somehow, right? Yeah. Or like you, yeah. you just, or you don't, you just like uh, open the market and I guess you got to go around and collect some stuff. So hmm. quite interesting. Could be uh, could be a good one. Uh, I know I like Moonlighter a lot, so mm-hmm. uh, you can play similar. multiplayer too. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to see all these Stadia Maker titles. I mean, I thought we'd see some more, but you know, take your time, develop them. Yeah, make it look good, and uh, yeah, I want to see some Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> no, that's one of the Stadia Maker titles. So, oh, it is. Yeah, that's funny. 
Um, we have a uh, Dead by Daylight at a price reduction, so uh, pretty cheap. You can grab the standard edition for nine ninety nine, um, and the ultimate edition for forty eight. Um, so if you didn't grab it, if you were a pro member, I think like a year or two ago, um, yeah, you can pick it up now for pretty cheap. I know that it's a hugely popular game. It's like hide and seek, um, one killer, three sort of people. I'm sure everyone's sort Survivor. of seen it. Yeah. It's, uh, a, it's a fun game. I, I, like, I remember we played it when it came out on Stadia Pro and it was fun. Like if the if you have to like um you have to start those generator to open a door and it's like three generator i think you have to start and every time you work on it it's going to come out dial and you have to stop it on the right moment or like you gotta like damage the generator and make a lot of noise so then the enemy or the killer it can come towards you and stuff like that oh and so, then they put you on the hook on the oh, hook yeah, yeah and they can kill you there you can have a friend come and remove you from the hook uh no it, I, it was pretty fun playing that it's just like you said i didn't seek and, mm-hmm. yeah uh and yeah, it's crossplay so yeah it's crossplay so like he, he can There's always, always people match. yeah and uh, THQ Nordic is celebrating an anniversary with a special sta- sale in the Stadia store. So save on games like Destroy All Humans, SpongeBob, and Darksiders Genesis now throughout uh, September 28th. So there's some sales going on. Destroy All Humans is a super old game, but uh, I remember it being pretty fun. Um, you like... Uh, go around sucking i think the brains out of humans or something like that as a little alien yeah <laughs> uh it was a, a older game that they uh brought to stadia i think and then they just revamped it and uh it was quite popular it's just like a comedy type of game too so yeah i haven't tried it personally i should try it i think it's on pro so <laughs> I, I remember playing that back in like years ago back on like xbox 360 i think oh really That's yeah crazy um we have a darkwood notable game so this game apparently is pretty cool uh, i've seen some videos on it um very different sort of top down you only see what the light shows you um very cool like story driven uh horror game so I was very interested to see that game. Um, I'm not sure the price point has me yet because I'd wait for it to come on pro. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that that game to me looks like a pretty cool original piece. So I think uh, I may dabble in it. We'll see, but I'll let you know if I do. Yeah, sounds good. I'm not exactly sure how I feel about this one, but yeah, we'll see how it looks like. And then we have uh, PGA. So that was a bit of a stealth drop. Yeah, Um, It's good to see. Um, I think it may be like my first sports game on my Stadia library. Um, But yeah, no one one really saw it coming. And and it makes six games this month for September. So that's another huge one. My theory my theory behind this is ea is testing the subscription-based model to see how this works out for them yeah i don't know i'm not like a sport 
gamer, I guess, uh, more like uh, a different type, but I like the fact that it's available for pro. So now I can say I have it and I can try it whenever I want. Um, my spouse family, they're very strong about golf. So I'll probably gonna play with them or something, uh, show, show them like uh, the game and they can try it out, test it out. And they can tell me how they feel about it, but it's quite interesting to have that. If you're a big fan of golf, you know, all the player, which um, uh, club to use and stuff like that. So I'm probably gonna try it at some point. Uh, it's gonna be on my list of all the other pro game to like try. Uh, I, I removed my Ubisoft plus subscription because I'm like, notice I don't have time to play all the pro game on Stadia. So I was like, I gotta do that first before I go back to Ubisoft. And I'm extraction was delayed. So yeah, exactly. Like the big one coming out, right? That was supposed to be out like any day now. Yeah, exactly. In September, so get pushed through later. So, I can we get the subscription later to try extraction? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that uh, that's pretty crazy. Um, with PGA, the one thing that will make me not play it is that I've played PGA on like the Wii back in the day, and it had the motion controller, so oh. you were actually like swinging a club why why is that not standard on every pga game like the the experience changes dramatically mm -hmm. i feel like i can't just sit there and press the button like swing back swing forward swing or whatever it is like i need that physical like mm -hmm. it makes the game so much better something you could do is use your phone like you know on uh the dance dance revolution or dance whatever the, the the dancing thing you use your phone for that right yeah so they could use your phone for like swinging the golf club because you get a gyroscope inside the phone and you know you get all those sensors you could use connected through stadia it just had to have ea actually implement that that's the issue right um if you play pga maybe on playstation you have those the vr I don't know. The, yeah, is it the VR ball? ball or something? Yeah, yeah, so you could use that maybe. Um, and then like on Xbox, you got Kinect. So I think it's like a way they could make it happen. I think if like the uh, population will play more of that game, uh, then they will do it. But I don't know. Yeah, that'll be a better like gameplay than uh, just uh, using a controller for sure. Yeah. Even the controller, I just want to swing the controller. <laughs> yeah, you could use a controller to swing it. <laughs> but then people's going to end up like throwing the controller at the screen like yeah. they did with the Wii U when it came out. Or the, the Wii. <laughs> yeah. What is up, buddy? <laughs> now, this game I had to mention because I watched the video for this. And oh, my God, this is just craziness. Did you see the video for this game? Oh. Again, there, there was a game, and now it's slipping my mind, that came out for Stadia Pro that was this crazy Japanese game where you were, like, collecting money from the sky. Um, I'm going to, to share my screen here just to show this, this video thing here because this is just, like, wacky craziness. The name of the game is Reroll Crazy. Is that what it is? Oh, See if I can get it to play. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's it's being it, weird. 
but it's just like wacky, insane. And apparently this is a huge smash hit in Japan. <laughs> and like you're just rolling around this ball because the stars have all been taken from the sky. I think they were talking about this on Stadia cast. I recognize that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that, that was on um, on the Switch or not on the Switch. It was on Nintendo too. Yeah, I've seen this uh, game before. You just collect junk basically and you're just rolling a ball to make it a certain size and stuff like that, right? Notice the magic mushrooms, but I'm just yeah. saying. Like, this game... <laughs> it's trippy, right? <laughs> I watched the video. I'm like, what is going on in this culture? Like, <laughs> That's like funny. It's just insane, like, and the music behind it, this little character. I mean, what is the obsession with rolling a giant ball of stuff around? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> There's so many questions. It looks so much fun, though. Uh, it looks quite interesting. I know, like, uh, you can look at the older one, I guess, or maybe this one is, like, uh, a remake of an older one. But, uh, yeah, uh, it, it was on the Nintendo uh, console, I think I want I want to say the, the Wii at first and the Wii U, uh, and yeah, it was quite quite popular. I've seen that before, and I was like, "What the hell, right?" But yeah, you go around, you just collect object and make your ball bigger and bigger, and you gotta achieve a certain size, I guess. So, yeah, quite interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, coming out of Stadia Source. Um... We have um, this interesting thing that Stadia is doing to people who have canceled their pro membership. Um, they're offering them a free premiere edition if they sign back up, which is insane. Oh, my God. Free yeah, controller. what about us? <laughs> what about us? We haven't stopped. Like, like, should I stop the pro game and restart it? No, I got to lose all the games, right? So. Yeah, I know, but it, it's almost like I wonder if I get a pro account and then I cancel it. And then if they ask me, it's like 20 bucks for a new controller and premier edition if they're going to offer this, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, I hope that more people come back and, and like it's awesome. Like I play yeah. with no downloads. <laughs> I was Sean yesterday where we were trying to play the other day. And he's like, oh, I got to wait for my Destiny 2 to update. I'm like, okay, that seems like a foreign concept to me being in Stadia. <laughs> yeah. And it's like 45 minutes of updating. I'm like, how does anyone live in this world? I know. It's crazy. And um, like that happens every week. Like it's Stadia or Destiny 2 <laughs> updating. Not every, every week. It happens on Tuesdays every, and Thursdays, does it not? I think uh, every time you open it up, I, it does check uh, for an update, I guess. I know on Steam it does that. When you open it up, it needs to download. And it's like sometimes it takes a while. Uh, the funny thing is I play with uh, some Steam player on Destiny 2. And they were all surprised I was on Stadia. They're like, who the hell is playing on Stadia? I was like me it's working fine like it always depends on the region you're at if your internet speed is very good you don't have any issue like i noticed like one of the things i noticed the most playing with pc players that they get kicked back to desktop now they have to reload the game and I, I wasn't getting any issue i didn't get kicked out i didn't get any lag or anything like that like um it was pretty amazing and i'm playing it with some steam player which they're getting a lot of issue they get error code they get like 
um, kick out to the desktop, like I said, or the game will crash. It's just like, yeah, yeah, like it's working well on Stadia. I don't know what's the issue. People like uh, just like, oh, I thought that was dead. Uh, it's hard to be dead. <laughs> I think it's going to be like even better now. So, yeah, I mean, I hope that people start to realize that you don't need to harbor all of that space on your computer. I mean, if you have a decent internet connection, you can just play instantly. So, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And this just is going to help people. So, free premier edition for X Pro members. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Stadia adds more screens. So, this was a big rollout. They took the experimental tab off of a lot of Samsung devices and uh, they put the official support out. So, uh, very cool. So, you see the, the Galaxy, the tab, and the Note, a lot of uh, series of them. They should out. be they should be supported as soon they come out. Like I, I don't know why they waited so long because is the Galaxy uh, twenty one has like been out for a while. But you can so you could still play on Stadia. But the issue was it was in the experimental mode. Uh, so it had like the beakers and I stuff guess. at the side. So in my experience, when I played on experimental mode, I think on my iPad mm-hmm. in the beginning, like there may have been crashes more often. Um, but other than that, it still ran fine. So I think that's all they're doing here is they're pushing the official support for all of these devices. Oh, so no, it's not experimental mode anymore. Yeah. At least they make sure that it's working perfectly, right? So... Yeah, I'm sure they have a whole process and they're like, this device is at stage two and it's got to wait this amount of time and then goes to stage three and then we'll see. But yeah, um, some notable things they said here, the foldable flip phones, the new ones were not included in this. So I guess they're in, still in experimental mode. And Yeah, because the screen size is different and yeah, that could be an issue, but... Hopefully, um, they're going to fix that because if uh, Google come out with their new uh, Pixel Fold, so apparently it's going to come out at the same time as Pixel 6. That's the rumors. So we'll see. Which one are you going to get? I'm getting the Pixel 6 Pro. Uh, the Fold is quite interesting, but I'm just worried. I'm just going to wait. Uh, like the folding uh, option, it's a good option, but I'm just going to wait because they haven't announced it. Uh, and I need a new phone. My Pixel 2 XL is getting old. The battery is dying very slowly. Uh, but uh, I, I'm quite excited to play on the Google uh, Pixel 6. So that's going to be fun. Cool. Cool. So no flipping. No flipping, no. <laughs> So uh, um, people who have uh, wave break now, um, because the Rudig's curse continues, I did not like seeing wave break up on the list because in the very early days of Stadia, there was not much out there on the library. And I'm like, wave break, this looks cool. And now it's for pro. So <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like shooting on boats with Tony Hawk style. Um, pretty crazy idea. Um, I actually turn it on every now and then if I just want some like mindless Tony Hawk fun and do some tricks and stuff. Um, and like all these characters have their their own personality. They're like Miami Vice like style with the glasses and the blazers on these bears and stuff. Yeah, are they not like animals? Do you have a bear like riding a sea dew or something like that? Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you can check it out for free now as a pro yeah. member. So there's nothing stopping you. It's it's pretty neat. I would say and- it's it's fun, mindless fun. I mean, and the levels are tough. Like I remember trying to like get all of these things. Like you have to get all of these um different tricks and points in the level to progress to the next level mm-hmm. and like it was super difficult like I, i'm just i'm not good at skating skateboard games <laughs> but like they're coming out with an update so that's pretty cool so and you i guess yeah it's just it's... like some new levels some new oh, characters okay. um some new team-based game modes um a park creator um so a a pretty big uh update um yeah that's perfect yeah just try it out if you're on pro then right yeah absolutely um and power rangers they get a a new season so in my mind power rangers seemed like graphically like it was not really like a new game but i i was shocked to see season four um but that's more a fighting game too right yeah, I mean, if you play the Samurai game that you get on Pro, I think the very first month, Samurai Showdown, like the graphics are stunning on that. And like mm-hmm. the Power Ranger game just seems like, I don't know, to be like a Nintendo 64. <laughs> Maybe it's like on multiple platforms like this. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so season of the four, season four, um, you get some Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Adam Park. So I guess a new Power Rangers um a dino charges poseidon i'm I'm not sure what all these things are but it's <laughs> like uh three new playable characters so that's cool yeah all right make the game more interesting there yeah i mean uh i'm pretty sure you have to to pay for the seasons and all of that stuff so i may not may yeah. not see it but uh, i know it is a pro title so if you want to go in and and fight some power rangers that that's the game to do it in <laughs> we have um some bad news here um uh, to chia i think that's what i'm gonna be saying yeah <laughs> um oh and my link is not correct here it just goes to page two so to chia is not going to be coming to stadia after it was originally announced and that sucks i mean in december of 2020 we saw a whole like release picture and post and it had the little stadia logo in the corner um but a recent post um from the developers at tachia i think that's at a w a c e b on twitter they were saying that uh, launched exclusively on playstation and epic game stores and then people were like whoa what about stadia and then they said quote unquote unfortunately our partnership with stadia didn't work out we had to adapt quickly and tachia found a home on ps and epic game store uh, this enabled us to keep working on the game and make it the best it can be and that that kind of sucks because mm-hmm. the description of the game is a Zelda windbound esque game, which sounds really great. Um, I would have loved to play that, but uh, yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, too bad. I guess uh, something happened that they couldn't like uh, release it on Stadia, so maybe they didn't like the incentive or something like that. Maybe yeah. PlayStation was offering something more, so. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the uh, it's the life of the marketing for gaming, right? 
Yeah, sometimes you make it, sometimes you don't. Mm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I mean, maybe uh, Tachia may open the door down the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do have the contacts, so it may not be impossible. Exactly. Now, uh, some news and rumors. Let's clear up this Stadia Jack Buser situation. Mm-hmm. Um, people all over the web say, you know, Google lost another employee. They can't keep anybody. Um, that That is not what happened at all. Um, yeah. Stadia's director of games has left for Google Cloud. So he got what we like to call in the industry a promotion. (laughs) So he was doing well at Stadia directing games, but now they want him to manage the cloud systems across the world. So, I mean, that's a big thing. And That's... people just blow this out of proportion. Like, I don't, I don't understand the fuel. I think what's happening is like these other consoles are scared of Stadia, and so they spin I... this negative world of media at Stadia because it really is the next gen. No downloads, exactly. no updates, instant play. <clears throat> You're on the web, like they all know that that's going to be coming and you're no longer going to have to buy a box that keeps updating every five years. It's just funny because every time I play with other player now, like with Destiny 2 being cross-played, they're just surprised about Dest- uh, about uh, Stadia. And I'm like, why are you so surprised? It's just because of the bad news they're getting about like people quitting uh, Stadia, like or they said they're quitting, like Jack Busser, but like he's just moving up the chain to leave like this position to another person to take over to make the the gaming industry even better. So, and or like you know having the um the developer leaving or not the developer but uh, the studio leaving that was just a decision made because they they noticed like we cannot compete with what we have out there and said like let's make all the game that's available out there come to Stadia right. And that's what they went with. Like it, it's not dying anytime soon. Stadia is gonna keep living, and like it's gonna take over the market. Because you already noticed, like PlayStation uh, has like a cloud service, Xbox has a cloud service, and it's just funny because people look at those service being like, because they tested out, it's not working as great. So they think Stadia is the same, which is totally wrong. Like they still want to sell their console, so they don't want to go fully cloud, right? So yeah, quite interesting that people like just have those negative thing about Stadia. They're just going after Stadia, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make too much sense. Uh, but like they don't know anything about Stadia because they haven't tried it, so... Yeah, there was an article that came out from CNN. There was a reporter who seemed to understand Stadia and Mm -hmm. said, this works great. Like, I'm not sure what all the negative press is about. So I was really happy to share that on Twitter and and see some, you know, positivity come through. And I feel like finally some stories aren't spun in this negative um, place. Exactly. uh, yeah, so Jack Buser got promoted. There'll be a new director of games, I'm sure, for Stadia. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep trucking along. Exactly. Now, the road to VR. This is an interesting space for Stadia to jump into. Um, it looks like they put up four job postings. Um, engineering manager for Stadia Discovery. I mean, right away, holy crap. Um, mm-hmm. 
that job posting alone says Google is looking to jump into the VR world. And with Stadia, it just makes sense. The minute I got the Oculus 2 and I put it on and I was like searching for games, I'm going to download games downloading are you kidding me i have to <laughs> wait and there's updates like every so often and like the space you have on this oculus is so small and it's constantly connected to the internet anyways so why not just cloud it up like it just it didn't make any sense that i was still downloading something yeah. especially with such a new technology as vr so this is an obvious next step and already you can use your phone for VR. Like most of the phone can do VR. You just put it like in the case or something like that. So there's a solution for like uh, for uh, Stadia. They just use the phone and then you just connect on Wi-Fi where the headset. There you go. There's your VR and you just need like uh, controllers and like that. So why not? Right. You get a lot of like um, new uh, company creating like a different type of sensor platform. There's uh, a few companies that created that um, treadmill like you can move around similar to player one. Oh, but yeah. you wear those specific shoes. There's sensors on your shoes. There's sensor on your legs and stuff like that. So it's totally doable. <clears throat> they can go with something quite basic like they did when VR came out with the Google phone, you just put in the case and use like a button on it or use this little controller, or they can go all in and uh, create a, a headset made for Stadia. Or like I said, they can go in between, use your phone, put it in the case, uh, buy a specific controller. There you go, we're good or to go. Here's, here's what, as a Oculus user, what I see is happening is, boom, give me a Google, Chromecast in my Oculus. Allow me to access Stadia. Allow me to play my VR games via Stadia on my Oculus. Like, let me jump into because that's another thing. The Oculus, it needs a lot of power to be able to run these games. Like, mm. um, what's the the new Half Life Three? Right. Yeah. You need a full gaming computer and you need to plug <laughs> your headset into the gaming computer. Like yeah. that just seems craziness. Why would you not cloud stream this game into your headset? Exactly. And maybe Google's going to make it so like you can have your own headset. Like, so you already have the Oculus Rift. Uh, use that connected to Google Stadia and use it similar to, you know, using an Xbox controller to play on Stadia, things like exactly. that. So. They're going to make it easy to people, I think, to play VR. And that's going to open even more the market for Stadia. So, And one one last thing I, I would say about VR is the landscape on the game development is just not there yet. They have a couple games, Medal of Honor. Um, what was the one we were just Half-Life 3? Skyrim is on there too. Skyrim. But mm -hmm. like that's a port, right? Yeah, it's support, but like apparently it's quite quite good too. Because yeah, yeah, it, I, it must that, be quite again, that game you need to connect into a computer. You can't do it natively. You need on a powerful headset. computer. Already, the game is quite powerful. So like, you, you cannot just have like uh, you can use a 
not powerful computer like my mine i can run skyrim but something it's sometimes it's laggy because it's so demanding so imagine on vr so you need like a quite powerful like computer for that yeah these are two technologies that need to be married together for sure yeah like that's gonna be amazing you just like Imagine that you don't have a wire hanging on to like yeah. your, your no, I don't even have a computer, so I just feel like I'm cut out of those games. Yeah. So I'd like to be included. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But yeah. So, uh, just to go over, uh, I think the last thing I have here is a crazy amount. September, six games for Stadia Pro. They gave mm-hmm. us Ark, Legends of Keeper, Darksiders 2, PGA, Little Big Workshop, and Wave Break. I will say PGA arc and darksiders each on their own on like launching are huge games Mm -hmm. like when darksiders 2 came out it was a big release pga comes out big release arc another one Mm -hmm. Uh, legends of keeper a little bit more indie um little big workshop cool never really heard of it um but i'm sure it's it's probably has its own big community and following and then wave break was a little more indie too mm-hmm. three huge games that's that's a big release this this month yeah quite interesting so arc we knew like it was supposed to come out before finally they dropped it in september they didn't really lie about when they were coming out this is this summer well summer is until september 21st so <laughs> They did say early 2021. So yeah. So happy, yeah. Happy to have it now. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. So no, it's pretty cool. We have that PGA was just like a stealth drop. Like Darksider, I didn't see that coming. It's pretty cool that they have, they have it for free on Stadia Pro. Like some great game there. So I'm quite excited to try a different one. I know I'm stuck with Destiny 2 because I'm like, uh, how you call that? I, I like to play a game and stick to it. I don't know. But yeah, you're married like to, to one game. I know, right? And sometimes you go on dates with other games. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to have to definitely try Ark. Legend of Keeper, that might be a good game to play on your phone, like in between, like, you know, sometimes I like to play on my phone uh, during lunchtime. So like, oh, I got to check it out or something. So yeah, PGA, I think it's definitely something I'm going to provide to uh, my spouse family to give it a try and see how they like it. So yeah. Wicked. Well, thanks for tuning in after our uh, long hiatus, but we're mm-hmm. back now. We're going to be hitting it up next week. So be sure to t- tune in then. Uh, Don't forget to hit the subscribe and like the video and notifications bells uh, for an alert when our podcast hits the air. And that would be on uh, YouTube. So leave us a comment. Tell us about your Stadia gaming life. What's going on with you and Destiny? Have you got a lot of these kills with this new uh, trace rifle? (laughs) <laughs> so, um, and also you can find Stadia Party Chat Podcast, the audio version on Anchor, Spotify, Google Casts, um, a lot of places where you can find podcasts. Uh, shout out to the new sponsors. Thank you, Stadia Community Blog. Thank you, Stadia Source. Thank you, 9 to 5 Google. Um, yeah, it's, uh, thanks for hitting up all of that uh, news for us to talk about and uh, have some Discord this week. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the news this week. We thank you for tuning in and hearing our thoughts. 
Uh, look forward to sharing more in the future. And as always, I'm Ricardo giving you my perspective on the cloud. And here is Sebastian. Yeah. And uh, we upload some video every so often. So look up for our live streams. So you guys uh, take care and we'll see you next week. All right. See ya.